Hi, it's Judy Fox. And I'm Vinny Potestivo. You've reached the social audio power hour. Get crumped, raw. <laughs> <laughs> We're not here right now because you're about to listen to our amazing episode. Leave a review and we'll get back to you as soon as possible. Your review is important to us and we're going to look at it and love it and print it and hug it. Thank you for joining us and we hope you enjoy this episode. Insert music. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited. Vinnie Podestivo and Judy Fox are talking about how to be a guest on over a hundred podcasts. We're going to hit the ground running. What do you think? Over a hundred is the goal. Yes. And by the way, I think what we're about to share for a majority of it is all no additional budget, right? Yeah. No additional budgets. We are so excited for this hour. We've been talking about it for literally 48 hours. I'm excited. Yes. Me and Vinny were in person yesterday in New York City. Now we are really far apart and I'm in Virginia and he's in New York. It's really cool that we got to spend time in person. Vinny's freaking awesome. If anyone does not know that right now, he is awesome. He's he's amazing. Spending time together is cool. Actually, we got to meet up at LinkedIn headquarters. We got to meet some other creators in real life. It's super cool. We are well-versed for this hour and we will limit it to that in terms of making sure we're info-packed hour here on social audio. Please share this. This is going to be something that you are going to want to share with your friends, with your colleagues. Uh, I promise you, you will look smart. You will look connected. <laughs> you will look in touch. And you might really just get awesome a podcast. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'll definitely get that. That's for sure. <laughs> well, you are what you talk about. If you show interest in talking about being a guest on podcasts, you will get what you talk about. I know that oh, sounds very blunt, but we get more of what we focus on. What you focus on expands. Talking about being a guest on a podcast can actually get you being a guest on more podcasts. There you go. Yeah, it it sounds meta, but it's really quite simple. How many bullet points? We have seven bullet points. And just so everyone knows, I was working on a LinkedIn newsletter to literally give you exactly what we're talking about today. I'm going to actually live type up a few notes because there's a few things Vinny's going to say that I want to capture because we are releasing this as a readable LinkedIn article that you can get your list if you want to just check things off the list. Seven things. You ready to hit the ground running? Yeah, I'm excited. I'm just going to start. We all start at zero. At some point, we were a zero guest on any podcast. At some point before you ever used your voice, you were a zero of speaking and being a public speaker, right? We all start at zero at some point. Unless you just came out of the womb talking. Yeah, right. We We all have our first. And then we have... Even worse than the first is we all have our second and then third. Yeah, you're right, though. We all start literally one step at a time. Yes. And I'm going to share a mini story. And this is a unique story. I don't know how many years ago, 2017, 2018, I was like, what is a podcast? How do you become a guest? And what I ended up doing was I interviewed myself. I filmed myself like I was doing a Zoom call. And I filmed several squares so I could ask myself questions. And then I was like, oh my gosh, great question. It was so cringy. And yes, I posted that video on LinkedIn. That actually is part of how I got my first guest interview spots. You can interview yourself. Any thoughts, Vinny? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. My version of that story is I did the same exact thing. I wasn't brass enough to actually post it. Oh. So I was a, I was a guest for one and an audience of one, but still it's that muscle memory. 
it's the practicing it. It's sitting in a chair and asking questions. It's knowing when to let someone speak and create the space for it. And you, you certainly do that when you're talking to yourself. It's like playing chess with yourself. It's really hard. With all that said, are we all ready? Thumbs up. <laughs> Thumbs up. The very first thing, it's create a targeted list of podcasts and hosts. And I know that sounds really like, oh, well, yeah, I want to make a list. But there's some behind the scenes of making that list. Step number one in that creating your targeted list is podcast hosts are more likely to have you on as a guest if you show interest in their show, not because you're a mega fan, but you're showing up in a way that could be supportive to look like a peer to similar guests. The way that you might do that is be somewhat strategic with how you're showing up, not just saying, oh my God, I love your show and that's it. But maybe adding something to, if they make a post on LinkedIn, if they make a post on Instagram, we don't have to just stay here on LinkedIn. We can go support the podcast other places, but it's the way you write to the host and about the show. You show that you listened, you show that maybe you add something, something you took away and you were not just a super fan. That is different than just showing up as a potential peer to similar guests and how they speak. What are your thoughts, Vinny? I love that. I targeted, there was one, I'd be very honest, Lewis Howes to be, was like sort of like the prototype of the conversations that I wanted to have. And I struggled with what type of guests I would have until I sort of looked into my back on my own life and realized I was lucky. I was so lucky to get to work with the people that I've worked with in the past that I thought, well, this could be really unique if I just keep it to the people that I already know that I've already had experiences with because a lot of people's podcasts tend to be like new relationships or conversations where there's like new energy. I used his questions as a guide. And I also, to be honest, as I'm looking at podcast guests and the place where I like to show up, I'm sort of aware of the time that of how, this is a long game. There's a short run and a long run to podcasting, guesting, and we'll get into the platforms to do that in. But just being aware of time and how much time you're going to be able to carve out to do it really helped me target the types of podcasts that I actually was eligible or even could record or be a guest on. Oh, I like that. And then the other way I thought about with creating a list is thinking about where I might want to be a year from now. I Granted, no, none of us truly know where we're going to be. <laughs> but if you thought to yourself, I really want to start getting well-known in, I don't know, pick a space. I want to get well-known in the space of sales. I'm just picking a topic. Yeah. Then I would look up people who I think are peer level they are people I maybe have already talked to, just like I like what you said, start with people you know. If there's somebody that is accessible and they're in sales and they've been on three or four podcasts, look up what podcast they've been on and then put that on your list because the likelihood of you reaching that podcast, you're going to start where your peers maybe are currently and you can position and pitch yourself easier for that level, which builds you up to the next level and then the next level. And then a year from now, you'll be like, oh my gosh, I've been on a hundred podcasts. <laughs> I love that. I, by the way, you you hit the nail on the head. When, when What I meant by timing 
was like, we don't know where we're going to be in the future. But I think that the podcasts that I'm choosing to be a guest on and the ones that I'm choosing to connect with are the ones that I would love to have by my side next year when I'm finally in the top 100 in Apple and the top 100 and all. I'm top 100 on Good Pods and I'm very appreciative of the space that Good Pods has created for independent podcasters. But the, my podcast has room for growth. And like I specifically look at people where I know there's room for growth, where one, I think I can impact, where I might stand out a little bit with my crazy MTV stories and all those things that I can bring to the table that maybe some other people don't and give an edge to more independent podcasters, right? Because it's just like the better stories they have access to. I think the more leaned in their audiences are. So by timing, I actually think of like next year, who do I hope to be in the top 100 with me? Who do I hope to be bumping elbows with at conventions and, and on spaces like this? And they're in this room, by the way, too. Shout out to a lot of them. They're in this room, I see these faces. I see the faces. I'm smiling ear to ear because it's, it's cool and it, it's just cool to be growing with them. That was another thing that I targeted as opposed to trying to go for superstars that I didn't know personally. But I was lucky enough to have worked with people that fit that qualification. So I just stuck with my friends. I kept it easy. I kept it simple. Ah, it reminds me of, and I, I keep saying this because my first boss out of college basically said, follow the brain's energy and enthusiasm. You may look at somebody and you will never know, even 10 years from now, that they may have a top, I don't know, top whatever podcast, but they're getting started and they've got that brain's energy and enthusiasm and you just want to be a part of their world. You like what they stand for. You like who they are. That's why I put a note underneath this section that says start with people you know, because if you're willing to connect your name to their name and their brand and your brand, so you know who you are getting on a podcast with. And I think that reminds me of how I got started because there was a few podcasts I was on very early on and they've now blown up to being very big podcasts, but I was maybe episode number four or five, you never know what's going to happen and be willing to be an early podcaster on a new show. I love it. And when I think about the future, like what that can mean for, like, I, I love being able to have space to grow because I know that I want it and need it so bad to grow. Being aligned with other people who are in that growth trajectory, it, it feels real. it's really nice and rewarding, especially from a creative perspective. I love this. All right, ready for, because this rolls into number two, which is if I was going to look up my peers and I was going to see what podcast they're on, I'm going to also be able to see what titles got associated with their podcast episodes. If somebody's talking about sales and I know they're my peer, then I may prepare or what's called model after success. You never want to copy somebody else's title and what they said, there's only so many ways you can say the same thing though sometimes. What I would say is prepare five to 10 podcast titles that you can pull out of your back pocket really quickly. If somebody sends you a message, a DM, however you get connected, you could be at a conference and somebody might say to you, oh my gosh, what do you normally talk about? I would love to have you on my podcast and they say something, you might want to just out of your back pocket, pull out the topics, the titles, and just sound like you've been on 100 podcasts. <laughs> Sometimes you have to pre-frame that you're prepared for 100 podcasts before you're prepared for 100 podcasts. One of the ways is looking up, if you were looking up your peers, you might look up something called podchaser.com. 
And you can look at different creators to see and scroll the titles that got created. For myself, I'm trying to I'm scrolling my own pod chaser right now. Social Media Marketing Podcast had me on how to use LinkedIn newsletters, a guide for marketers, a how to use LinkedIn to grow your business organically. I'm just scrolling some. I can search Vinny and I can see what the titles have been. I can model my titles to If I want to talk about something similar, I find my topic, maybe I want to talk more about marketing and I want to lean harder into that. I'm going to create just a few, five, if you just want to stop at five, but have them ready to go. Back over to you, Vinny. I love it. Titles provide framework and that framework gives insight into your point of view And it's the perspective that you bring to probably a lot of the same statistical information and maybe same strategy information or same facts that we might be sharing. But it really is our own stories, our own influences, experiences, and point of view that really make that unique to us as assets. Coming up with these titles, it provides framework. But for me, this is talent development. This is like talent development 101. This is, this is asking yourself, if you, if you were given the opportunity to have five different types of conversations, all of them that ended in a way that lead to action for you. So a way that you can support what you're talking about. And I bring that up because we could talk about a lot of things. There's no shortage of people who are very talented and can just talk, talk, talk. But how we monetize our conversations, how we want to impact certain communities, why we show up on audio are different reasons. But for me, it's talent development. It's understanding the types of the top of funnel, the type of large conversation that you can have that brings that brings people back all the way to something that's transactional. You had mentioned Podchaser, by the way, dot com, which is awesome. I, I have a casting background, so I feel like I'm pretty good at like like searching for people. I feel like I'm pretty good judge of character and I can find people, but But for people who might not be great at or might not feel like they're confident casting directors or producers themselves, there there are other platforms. By the way, shout out to Alex Sanfilippo. He's having internet issues. He's hitting us up on the chat. Alex Sanfilippo is the CEO founder of Podmatch. But podmatch.com, and if you go, it's vpe.tv slash podmatch. It's basically matchmaking for podcasters, but for interview purposes. Uh, all the technology that they're kind of using to make people connected in the dating apps is what they're using to match podcasters, like-minded podcasters who can talk about topics and make impact on topics. Um, so there are those softwares and, and but SAAS is out there that, that do the work for you and trust a great matchmaker. And Pod, Podmatch for me has been a great source of, of talent. But knowing what I want to talk about, and knowing where I want that conversation to end really helped me figure out the framework for the conversations that I want to have. That's where I can say I'd like to talk about getting discovered and being more discoverable. It's, for, to me, framework about, about how exposure turns into action and how I can talk about that. But without that, it's just sort of a lot of stories. And the last thing I want to do is take up people's time. I'm just here to inspire, keep the needle moving. We'll keep the needle moving with number three. It's a good pickup. Um, yeah, it was a good segue. Thank you. <laughs> oh, grazie. And write your introduction and bio before you need them. I don't think any podcast has ever had me on without asking me to send over, 
headshots or some my social handles, my bio, a short introduction, something they can read live right then and there that takes them less than a minute. And when you're ready to go with that, you're immediately showing that you're prepared to be a guest for any show. And immediately that sets the stage for, oh, we're going to have a great conversation. A few times early on, I had people say, let's have a pre-call and then we're going to get on the podcast. But the more prepared you are, the more you can jump right to the, hey, let's record a podcast. It smooths out that, hey, we need to figure out if you're a good fit for our podcast and just like, let's record the podcast. I think standing out as a podcaster is important. Having a title, it comes back to framework. It, It allows them instantly within a title to know how you want to be seen. The last thing you want is someone to incorrectly describe you after all the hard work you put together or ask them to Google you and search to try to find some information and maybe the newest information isn't out. So this is our opportunity to make sure, especially if you're writing our titles or writing our bios, that, that we're being described the way that we want to be described. I love the words inspire, impact, and ignite. And I try to use inspire, impact, and ignite as much as possible, to be honest. They're like my favorite words. It's part of my SEO, but also it's in my bio and it's part of my SEO strategy and it's a big part of my content strategy, but it's my life strategy too. So it's my overall point of view. I live it so it's easy to be. The point is, is that I make sure that those words are in my bio because if someone wrote my bio without using those three words, inspire, impact, and ignite, which probably most people would not use those words if they didn't, they weren't asked to, I would be like, oh, those are my three, my three favorite words. I have the opportunity to put them next to my name and, and keep that energy with me. Those are things that translate from SEO. Those are things that impact my searchability and discoverability on Google, on Facebook, on YouTube, also on any of these search engines as well. Taking control over how you're portraying yourself and what those, especially that those first few sentences in your bio are really important just for the overall SEO strategy of discoverability. It's about consistency too, for me, having those three words, inspire, impact, ignite. Those are sort of like my North, East, South, I don't know, whatever, whatever missing one, but you get the point. Those are my directions. You know, if I'm going in those directions, I trust that I'm going in a great direction and then I can just kick up the speed and believe in where I'm going. I love that you mentioned the word consistency because people forget how many more places you can be consistent and having a consistent bio, a consistent introduction, a consistent phrasing, inspire, impact, ignite. I almost feel like we are bumping rings and we're ready to go. Uh, heroes unite, inspire, impact, unite. And then you form into this big Vinny with a big bright light. <laughs> or a sly fox, perhaps. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to the social audio power hour. Rah. <laughs> That's why I always will throw up Judy Fox on your podcast, aka yeah. Fox Rocks. I'm always throwing that out because It's one thing to say Judy Fox, but another thing that happens is people spell my name wrong. J-U-D-I is Mm -hmm. awesome, except for when I do Fox Rocks and I say it's spelled the way it sounds, it's easier for people to type in Fox Rocks and still find me. And I'm having a dog barking. But write your titles, write your bio. It's consistency and it's also mindset. It's also standing firm in who you are and presenting that. And that's so attractive when someone knows who they're talking to and what they want to be spoken about. We've had three so far, Judy, right? Three points. The first was create a targeted list of hosts or other podcasts, people we can sort of model 
the some of the success points that we'd like to experience or larger, right? And That's start it. with people you know. Start with people you know. <laughs> That's it. It really is taking inventory. Sometimes we feel like those are the people that we should call on last. And I'm so glad that I went real close to home. Yeah. Uh, number two. Number two. I was, was even going to say start in the room you're in now. Look at all the people who want to talk about podcasting and they're in the room okay. right now. So. Oh, wait. We could. This cool. Okay. So oh. let's take this. As, okay. <laughs> so how about like if people. So maybe if people are looking for guests, like maybe we can take for a moment. Oh, do that. Do, maybe yeah. we can play. Yeah. Let's play a little like uh, reactions with the emojis. If you're looking to be a guest, if you'd like to be a guest on a podcast, I didn't even think about this if you'd like to be a guest on a podcast give us a heart emoji and and with the heart emoji know that and if you can see the heart emojis i want you all to look look and keep pressing that heart emoji so that you can really yeah spam the button look yeah spam the buttons look around see who's replying right now see who might be a great person for you to connect with see who might be somebody that potentially you could have on your podcast and maybe by the way, they can have on yours and a podcast swap. Yeah, this is cool. Thank you. All right. So y'all take a look. These are people who would love to appear, who are willing to appear. And, and by the way, check out their LinkedIn, check out their credits. These are viable, real, solid, <laughs> legitimate people in this room, by the way. I'm excited. This is we're in good company. right Yeah. Now. Google their um, names. And also here's okay. Another thing about this is thank you for that. Y'all. Thank you. Yes. And yeah. also LinkedIn audio because we forget that the chance to be a guest don't discount the power of LinkedIn audio live shows because all those moments add up. I'm putting Melody back in the hot seat. So Melody and I could collaborate. We could do a LinkedIn audio live show. And then she and I could both go, oh, yeah, let's be on each other's podcast. Like it all moves to the next level. You've got to start by using your voice. And that's why I am enjoying this LinkedIn audio space because people can hear me and Vinny talk. Anyone that hosts any rooms, we can all hear you talk. And I know it's going to increase your chances of getting on a podcast. So back to you, Vinny. Yeah, no. I'm running that's out awesome. of breath. All right. No, yeah. <laughs> I got all, right, all so excited. <laughs> I'm just recapping. I think you said yep. seven, so we're, I think we're at three, and you gave us a bonus one already. But well, we kind of us... already talked about four, which is yep. join a podcast discovery network. Podmatch is a really cool. The reason why I love recommending Podmatch, by the way, is you actually, as a podcast host, get paid I think about twenty dollars per podcast guest that you book via the pod match system. You actually get, if you talk about how do I monetize my time as a podcaster, that's certainly just one way to make sure you're covering your hard costs. That that will more than cover the cost of any recording softwares or Calendly subscriptions or anything like that you have to have. So just out of the gate. The other thing I found with Podmatch, hosts at Podmatch, are, I have to say, are very well fed. There's a really strong pool of talent and the hosts, I feel like, are often telling me that they're so far ahead in their recording that they don't want to record yet because they're not, what we would record now wouldn't air until March of next year or February of next year, which to me is just a signal of a really high quality talent pool um, connecting with these people and again this is where I think of the time piece well I'm seeding I'm planting these MTV stories and the experiences that I had specifically with a, a class of podcasters that I cannot wait to see at the top of the charts anytime now because we know it happens so suddenly all of a sudden that exposure and action happens 
Isn't that uh, a song? Right. Suddenly right. it has happened to me. Wait, the last <laughs> the last thing we talked about was, and uh, now I've got that in my head too. I know. Uh, right, right, <laughs> I heard right. all the lyrics when you said Suddenly all that. <laughs> it, write your title, write your bio. It's consistency. It's a mindset. It's showing up. It's claiming who you are. It's knowing who you are. It's owning who you are. And it's allowing somebody to step into your strength as opposed to asking somebody who most likely you're meeting for the first time to try to describe you, to try to do the work for you of talent development. You take that work on for yourself. All so right, what's I, next? the next one is leaning into the referrals, the following up, the ask, the art of asking. And so when I think of that, I don't think of the official pitching that I see sometimes happening. I personally have not come from a place of hard pitching anyone, even having a pitch deck. It's more of a, I come from a place and I think Vinny does too, you can correct me, but it's like a resource language. Like, oh, here's all my resources. Here's all my features. I'm ready to go as a guest, but it's a different energy when it looks like you need them and you're trying to pitch them, you're trying to sell them on being on their podcast versus, hey, I'm just ready to go. I'm ready when you're ready. And it has a different energy. It's very similar to probably dating. <laughs> I don't always have to or come across as available because I do have a lot of other things beyond podcasting going on in my life. There's a different energy when it looks like I'm available 24-7 for any podcast. I'm desperate. That almost makes it harder for you to get podcasts. What are your thoughts? Because I've never Oof. really gone the direction of hard pitching. No, it sounds like burnout. I'm like, I smell it. I, I smell the tire I tracks smell a mile burnout. away. <laughs> yeah, right. Is that burning? My candle just burn out here. What's going? What does that smell? Something. Yeah, that smells like burnout. That sounds like a setup. That sounds like a setup for frustration. And there could be success. Obviously. It, it, with great lows come great highs. And sometimes creatively, we have to experience that. I want to acknowledge the creative process. Some of the best artists in the world are just the people who are tormented souls. Dissidence is a great conjurer of community, meaning it takes one person to have sort of an anti-thought for other people to be able to add to that conversation in a constructive way. But that allows us the opportunity to add to that in a constructive way, which in some weird way, the negativity builds community because we're able to show up. That's an exhaustive process. Creativity is already exhausting enough as is. You talked about f f following up. I have a two-pager sort of thing that I'll give to podcast to the guests, to the host that I'm about to meet with. I have a 15-page two-pager, actually. Like, I have a legit two-pager, which is like my short bio, my long bio, and the top things you might want to know about me. Then I have about like 10 pages of magazine and newspaper and Google things that I've already searched that if you were to go find looking for me, these are the things we'd probably want to talk about anyway. And I have about two or three extra pages of GIFs and different types of videos and photos that not everyone always feels like they have to use the same static headshot and promo gift. But the thing is, that's me claiming how I want to show up in their promo work. If I give them great assets, then they'll have better assets to be able to create promo artwork. Following up with value, that was like, we're talking about here, that was how I structured it. And I didn't, I could have created multiple documents for it. I thought it was easier since, to be honest, I'm giving you a two-pager so we can have this conversation. I'm also giving you access to this information so we can publish it and empower you all along the way and not confuse you with lots of links. It's a very clear two-pager up top. And then if you want to dive in deeper, 
and make that available. I set it up and I made it really easy for them to be able to download and at, at scale. So I have one link that I send to people when we're getting close to recording that has made it very easy for me to help scale the information people have. And then I don't have to worry about what random bio they grab for me, whether I was at Bravo or MTV or VPE or I have a podcast, all the different hats I've worn. This way I have a little bit more control over the direction of how I'm being seen in that spot. Is that also, and I'm putting words in your mouth, Vinny, <laughs> but yeah. it, the, the concept mind. of also creating a way for people to have a bit of a media kit about you or when I yeah. land on somebody, if somebody has a website and here's the thing, if you even don't have a website and you want to write a literal LinkedIn article, the... <laughs> Embedding feature inside of LinkedIn articles is so amazing for featuring where you've been, where you've already done content. And that does not always have to be a podcast. If you have done any live stream, any of your own live stream, if you can demonstrate that you can talk, <laughs> then you are more likely and also demonstrate your pieces of content even if you've not been on a podcast just demonstrating your topics your conversation your titles that starts the availability for asking because it's hard to ask when people don't have anywhere for them to look to see what's your body of work or who are you or and even if you write one article that creates that resource because you don't have a website quite yet or you don't even know where that would live, that can it's not about that being liked and commented and getting tons of traction on LinkedIn. It's about it being a resource. Yeah, by the way, I, and I love that you called it a media kit. And, and obviously in TV, we call what I, exactly what I described, my two-page, my 15-page two-pager is exactly what it is, a media kit. We're not quite using that language in podcasting yet. So I, I try not to cross over those worlds when we don't have to. But my it's a Google Doc. I intentionally made it not super fancy, not over-designed. I want you to know that I'm actively adding to this. By the way, as I fill out other people's Calendly, they have... People have forms that you fill out and they answer questions. And as I'm, there are multiple questions that come up. As I realize I have repeat answers, I take those answers and I bring them over into that Google Doc as well so that that information is there. I just find that the information makes it easier for me. It makes it easier for me to be consistent, to grab the information and go. To be honest, also on Podmatch, my assistant goes through during the day and the people that Podmatch matches me with, I send a message that I've written myself, depending on the topic of podcasts. She starts the conversation with me. And when they reply, I jump in and then be able to fill out the forms and, and answer everything at that, at that stage myself, because now, now we're really building a relationship and there's real information being exchanged. But shout out to Jennifer if you're listening. By Is she in here? Shout out to Jennifer if you're listening to, or she'll listen to the podcast. Hey, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last piece, I, and this rolls into the s number six, which is the ask. And then I'll explain how it rolls into number six. But when you're at zero and you get to one, you're like, I've been on my first podcast. And then you want to throw up and you never want to listen to it because you're so scared of what you just said. So you're on your first podcast. Start getting comfortable or trying to test out asking and at the end of the podcast when it's totally over or if you're nervous right afterwards turn back around and do a few things like for example you might say you might ask the host how can I best support this or how can I can 
I share this or make sure to do something like maybe you can't do everything or maybe you're still trying to get your feet under you with different social media and posts and Instagram and all the places. But maybe if you ask, if you just ask what is something that whatever, however, we don't know what their answer is. You just have to start opening up and saying, hey, what's going on? How can I support you? Maybe there's support behind the scenes that isn't even public. And then the second thing about ask is what other guests are you looking for? Maybe you can be somebody that brings a guest to them in the future. And that allows you to turn around and have that final ask, which is, hey, if keep me top of mind, if you're on a podcast and you think I might be a good person for that host, maybe they can pitch your name. Again, all behind the scenes. None of this is kind of public. But it's happening, that's that networking that happens where you're just saying, hey, how can I do something? Is there anything I can do? And that rolls into number six, which is just offer the gift of being generous. You never know what somebody really needs behind the scenes. Like you literally have no idea. It could be something totally random. You never know. Vinny, over to you. Oh, I love that. I love that idea of gift of generosity, by the way. So I'll say it this way. Well, can I ask you, do you, do you have a gift of generosity? Did you work on your gift, your generosity gifts that you could provide that would create high value, but are also pretty easy for you to be able to follow through on? Yeah. First of all, I love how you just framed that because <laughs> there's different, I would say, to be really vulnerable, there's pre-pandemic, Judy, and there's yeah. post-pandemic because I don't know about any of you, but I homeschooled my kid for 18 months as a single parent, and that changed the dynamic of my time. It didn't change my heart. It just – I've run out of time for different things. I have to do the things where you get food on the table every day. I had to get my kid through second and third grade and he was a hundred percent home with me for 18 months and there was no break that changed what i could do but yes when i was on podcasts i would say something behind the scenes again if there's referral if there's how can we stay in touch i've been slowly trying to turn around and create content around it but i have found it to be more behind the scenes to say what are these micro things that can support each other? And sometimes I've ended up doing a webinar for a private community or they've got a Facebook group and I'll do a Facebook live for your private group. Like, one, you'll probably do one of those like profile halls that you, you're so good at those. Yeah, I've done behind the scenes. I've said I'm glad to give you a lever you could pull on LinkedIn right now, you can feature your newsletter on your LinkedIn profile. And I don't see a lot of people doing that. And I'm like, what? The featured section I absolutely love on the LinkedIn profile. And you can feature your own newsletter because it gives you a subscribe button for people to push. It's so awesome. That's it though. That's it. That's the action part. That's the action part that makes it discovery. Otherwise, it's just pure entertainment. <laughs> yeah. So Not in there. your world of being generous, Vinny, do you yeah. also have something, your kind of go-tos? You can also just lean into your own coaching, what you see things that we don't even see. That's that's true. I'm an emotional creative. I show up a thousand billion percent and I can't turn it off. I'm like a little Care Bear with a little stomach that I can't. Bright, shiny stomach. I can't turn it off. Actually, my podcast is called I Have a Podcast. And and my sort of 
I, I didn't think we were, I didn't even think about this, but my gift of generosity is I converted, I have a podcast, my podcast into, I have a podcast.com, a platform to identify emerging independent podcasters. Cause my podcast is not about independent podcasters and I'm not really meeting new people in my podcast. These are all people I've already worked with before, but I'm meeting a ton of people because I am on hundreds of podcasts as a guest and I am going to conventions and I do meet lots of people as a result of being on the podcast. So for me, I have a podcast.com was a place where I could create a system where I knew, I knew one thing. I know that discoverability is tough. A lot of us are focusing our podcasts on social media. I thought if I can create a Google News verified news source that tapped independent news, that I was able to collaborate with other podcast companies like Podmatch or Good Pods who have qualified vetted lists of people who are excelling, you know, top tens, top fives, top 100 independent podcasters. And I can take that funnel along with the, the podcasters I meet when we have a great connection. This is something that I know is going to impact your SEO. It's going to be easy to share on LinkedIn. That's easy to share on Facebook and Reddit and other Twitter and other text-based places. And we have like a newsletter ecosystem. So I literally created this ecosystem. This I have a podcast discovery platform. So I had something to give back. That felt like my way of getting to meet people, acknowledge them, learn about them, celebrate them in a public way. I give you a form to fill out. It's a hundred percent your words. So that's my gift of generosity. But some other ways you might ask, how can, how can I share this? What platform is your, what, what platform can I share this on? Who can I share this with? Like what you said also, you can, are you looking for guests? I can share my experience as a guest. I can share my contacts. We know sharing is without a doubt the biggest action we can do. I feel like a lot of people are starting to have affiliate programs, like a, co a lot of coaches from two years ago and strategists from five years ago currently now have affiliate programs where we're able to monetize and grow audiences and participate in growth. Asking if they have an affiliate program is awesome. By the way, Ben Courier and I crush it when we ask people if they'd like to be listed on our IMDb credits. I love saying, well, you want to be on IMDb? And they're like, wait, wait, you can get me on IMDb. I'm like, yeah, if you're a guest on my show, my show is listed on IMDb. So I put your name on IMDb. That'll show up. <laughs> That'll show up a lot. Amazon and Google, they talk, I'll tell you. But like share, what are those things you can share? And some of those I just mentioned, they cost nothing to do. But I know that the affiliate program thing is something that's big. And if I want to say a big trend that I can see a year from now, especially on a platform like LinkedIn, where there's more business focused content that's happening, this affiliate model, this getting paid for who you know and how you refer. And this is something that's going to evolve beyond just between the relationship of creator to brand, but between creator to creator as well. Yes. And I also want to say that uh, be willing to, so the last one is you've got to start using your voice. At some point, I labeled it start using your voice today. You want to start so you can listen back or search your own content to see what your ticks are. There's one of my clients that was saying, you know, you know, and all it took was recording a five minute interview with him. And then let's search those words that are your tick. And his whole thing lit up with, you know, and that's going to make it really hard to be a guest because they're going to have to edit out 
because it was so many. And he understood the power of working on that. And that takes time. I ended up going to Toastmasters and none of us are perfect because we're on a live show right now and I have no idea if anyone's an um counter here. Do not tell me. I'm just kidding. (laughs) But nobody has 100% control over any of their tics, any of their go-to phrases. We all have them, every single one of us, but we will only get better if we literally start and we just keep going because even somebody that is prolific, I don't know, think of a famous public speaker. We mentioned Lewis Howes before. If 10 years ago, I bet he would listen back to something and see the progress and then he's going to see it again in another 10 years. That's literally going to happen to every single one of us, no matter freaking what. <laughs> Any thoughts on start today using your voice? I started with Toastmasters. When did I start? <laughs> 2008, I think. 2007, 2008. I love that. By the way, this is talent development for me. At MTV, the um is filling in for not knowing a direction as a reaction to a situation that is presenting itself. When you learn how to react to that situation, it's understanding when that situation comes up, breathe. Blink, maybe think some, some, for some catch words. By the way, for me, it is I love that. <laughs> I'm like the words. Of, I, I love, love that. that. I love that. I love that. <laughs> and TV sometimes I don't want to say who it is. So, uh, someone would always start with okay, okay. So welcome back. You know, okay. So and by the way, we one of the and this is a really cool strategy. Just an FYI, and this is something that you'll notice Judy and I do on this show, um, and also SNL does it as well. We start every single episode laughing. <laughs> we want to hit start mid laughter. We want you to have this understanding and impression that something's going off off camera. We're having a blast and we're excited for you to be here. That's the energy in the, the story I tell myself of why we laugh at the top as opposed to saying welcome and how are there's a moment of sort of like filling in the space, so to speak, that lets me have a jumping off point, a launching pad. Also lets me know where I'm landing. Oftentimes, if I'm saying um at the top of a sentence, it means I really don't know what I'm saying at the end of the sentence. And I'm thinking about what I should be saying at the end. And here I am at the top of the sentence. And fugazi. (laughs) It's a bad situation to be in. (laughs) And by the way, once we started saying all the filler words, the rest of the show is just going to be filler words. (laughs) None of us will have zero filler words. None of us will have the perfect voice. Figure out what your best way of showing up is. And one of the ways that I unlocked a lot more podcasts was showing up at events. And you only have to go to one, but you can go to more than one, obviously. And being willing to talk about what's going on and be out there and show up and have the conversations. Because if you can talk in person with people, especially at a podcast event, the chances of you getting on a show are extremely high, especially if you're ready with your potential titles and topics, or you're ready to say yes when somebody says, hey, would you be willing to be a guest on my podcast? You can be like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? So, Uh, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Podcast guesting, by the way, podcast guesting is the best part of podcasting. You get to show up, you get to to provide value, you, you you get to be the hero a little bit, even though the story usually serves a greater hero out there. You, you sort of get whether it's you know, there's just this you, you don't get caught down in having to edit it someone else edits it for you someone else publishes it for you 
really all you have to do is show up and be the best version of yourself. And, and we want to be here to help you be the best version of yourself. I'm telling you as a podcaster, podcast guesting is my favorite part about being a podcast. If I don't, I don't even, by the way, you don't even have to have a podcast to qualify as a podcast guest. And this is interesting to think of podcast guests being podcasters without having a podcast because I think that qualifies. I think if you're a podcast guest without having a podcast, I still that makes you, I think that still makes you a podcaster and I extend that creator branch to you. Yeah. So cool. All right. Fired up. Right, Jude? Yes. Go out and be on one podcast today. We are truly surrounded by awesome, talented people. Thank you. Every one of you for your, the coolest thing about podcasters, I'll say we all have different backgrounds. We're all coming to this, this, to this career field with such different levels of expertise from audio, creative, emotional, sales, creativity. That being said, I have a podcast.com slash interview. If anyone is out there and they'd like to, they had, they do have a podcast and would like to be featured It's a simple five question form. And then some social media that I ask you to fill out so we can make the most of it. I give you a ton of information. That's going to be a way to help you get discovered and be seen. Maybe podcasters would see the type of assets you're promoting and realize that you you're in the creative asset game, you get social media, it might be someone to work with, especially as everyone's really looking for growth. Ask what you can share. Can I share a contact? Can I share my experience being on your podcast? Can I share an affiliate link? Ask, ask what you can share and just be show up as the best versions of yourself. That's, this is the best part. This is a, these are for those of us who are, are who these are private little performances. Like these are a dating one offs. This is like a bubble that we get to be first impression and last impression and everything in this conversation matters. And to have that much focus on conversation is not normal. And I love that about podcasting and like the laser focus it allows us to have. It's not normal. That's why it's I said normal. results no. may vary. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they should. Thank goodness. Yes. <laughs> and I was just thinking through my journey. There was a podcast that I talked to and was going back and forth with the host. And it took well over almost two years to finally get on that podcast. It wasn't because of anything other than ships missing each other and then just moments of realizing that it wasn't the right fit at the right moment for them. I felt like I got a no. And then it took years for it to finally turn into a yes. And we just recorded last month. But it was definitely a podcast that took a very long time. That experience recently made me say, it's okay. There's going to be times where it's going to just work out eventually, or it's never going to work out. And that's totally cool, too, because there's so many podcasts out there, like so freaking many. Go out and be a podcaster today. Wait, we have like five minutes left. These are awesome. Is, are this, congratulations. Are these all our spots, by the way? Can I, is this we it? hit number we seven. Hit our- and now I have to read in my show disclaimer voice. Individual podcast guest and host results may vary. Judy and Vinny's level of excitement during this LinkedIn audio event should not be seen as typical. Note that podcast microphones, recording platforms, and vocal cords vary from person to person. Therefore, we appreciate all of you being here today. And we wish you all the best getting... And sharing and commenting may increase your results on LinkedIn, but press LinkedIn buttons at your own risk of massive success. There you go, Vinny. (laughs) I had to read that. I worked really hard on my cute disclaimer. I love that. By the way, what if I like want to oprima numero dos? 
para en español. Like we got to oh, work on that version. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh get, my god, I love that. I'll I get, absolutely love that. I'll get to work that. on that. Yeah, I love that. That's like <laughs> That's really impressive. I love that you're hysterical. Yes, we offer a 100% guarantee that Judy Fox hashtag Fox Rocks, and Vinny LinkedIn will share our best podcast strategies, energy and love of LinkedIn at all times going forward. Keep your arms and legs inside of the LinkedIn live audio show and never leave our rooms. That was aggressive at the end. <laughs> well, like thank you, everybody. And keep an eye out for Judy's newsletter and some additional artwork. And then you'll see what we're talking about. But I'm really excited yes, about it. Thank you. That was really thank cool. You. Insert music. thank you for listening today we've so enjoyed spending time with you and we are the social audio power hour get crunked (laughs) get access to more of judy fox hashtag fox rocks by going to judifox.com and Vinny, over to you you can find me at vpe.tv and i have a podcast.com love it and like we said leave a review and tune in next time for the social audio power hour that's an outro if i ever heard one we are hysterical